Rafael's paint box to those used by a true artist. There had to have been a mistake. Beth stood up. She would have to ring the suppliers and advise them of their error. Her brain went into frantic overdrive as she tried to grapple with the enormity of the problem now confronting her. After being delayed well beyond its original delivery date, the order had just barely arrived in time for their Christmas market. In fact, she'd planned this very afternoon to clear the shelves of their current stock and restock them with the Czech stemware. What on earth was she going to do? Normally, this would have been a problem she would immediately have shared with her partner, Kelly, but these were not normal circumstances. For one thing, she'd been in Prague on her own when she'd taken the initiative to order the stemware. For a second, Kelly was quite rightly far more preoccupied with her new husband and the life they were establishing together than she was with the shop at the moment. And they'd mutually agreed that for the time being, Kelly would take a back seat in the business they had started up together in the small town of Rye on Averton, where the girls had originally been encouraged to come by Beth's godmother, Anna Trewain. And for a third, Beth closed her eyes. She knew that if she were to tell her godmother Anna, or Kelly, her best friend, or even Dee Lawson, her landlady, of the financial and professional mess she was now in, all three of them would immediately rush to her aid, full of understanding and sympathy for her plight. But Beth was sharply conscious of the fact that, out of the four of them, she was the only one who always seemed to get things wrong who always seemed to make bad judgments, who always seemed to end up being duped, cheated, hurt, who always seemed to be a loser, a victim. Beth shuddered with a mixture of anger and anguish. What was the matter with her? Why was she constantly involving herself with people who ultimately let her down? She might, as other people were constantly reminding her, be placid, and perhaps a little too on the accommodating side, but that didn't mean she didn't have any pride, that she didn't need to be treated with respect. None of the other three would have got themselves in this situation, she was sure. Dee, for instance, would most certainly not have done. No, she couldn't imagine anyone ever managing to dupe or cheat Dee with her confident, business-like manner, nor Kelly with her vibrant, positive personality, nor even Anna with her quiet gentleness. No, She was the vulnerable one, the fool, the idiot, who had cheat me written all over her. It had to be her own fault. Look at the way she'd fallen for Julian Cox's lies. Look how gullible she'd been, believing that he loved her, when all the time what he'd really been interested in had been the money he'd believed she would inherit. She'd been stricken with shame when Julian had left her, claiming that he'd never told her that he wanted to marry her accusing her of running after him, pursuing him, of imagining that he'd ever felt something for her. Beth's face started to burn. Not because she still loved him, she most certainly didn't, and she doubted deep in her heart that she ever had. She'd simply allowed him to persuade her that she had because she'd been flattered by the assiduous attentions he'd paid her, and by his constant declarations of love, his insistence that they were soulmates. Well, she'd certainly learned her lesson there. Never, ever again would she trust a man who treated her like that, who claimed to have fallen crazily and instantly in love with her, as Julian had done, and she'd stuck to that private vow, even when...
Beth could feel her heart starting to thud heavily as she fought to suppress certain dangerous memories. At least she hadn't made the same mistake twice. No, she agreed mentally with herself. She'd just gone on to make fresh ones. A failed romance and the public humiliation of other people knowing about it, painful though it had been, had at least only damaged her own life. What had happened now had the potential to humiliate not just her, but Kelly as well. They'd built up a very good reputation in the town since opening their crystal and china shop. Because they were a small outlet, they concentrated on matching their customers' needs, and where they could, innovatively anticipating them. Kelly had already told her, enthusiastically, that they had several very good customers, with celebrations of one sort or another coming up, to whom she had mentioned the fact that the purchase of some very special and individual stemware...